Chapter Thirty Two. A Court of Silver Flames by Sarah J. Maas. In this episode, we are delivering you a review of the new book in the Akatar series, starting with a spoiler-free review of the book, giving you all the reasons why you should read it. We will also go over the predictions we had made in a previous episode titled Chapter 15 of events we thought would occur in A Court of Silver Flames, following with a deeper analysis of Nesta's character applying the theme of trauma which was intensely present in this book. And then we will wrap up this episode with us predicting what we think might happen in the next book of the series. We post on Wednesdays. Turn the page. Thank you for making it to another chapter of Between the Pages. This is a podcast where we review books, and in every episode we do a non-spoiler review of the book in the first couple minutes, and then we move on to a more in-depth review of the book or novel, detailed analysis. So, we host this podcast together where we review books and recommend them for you. Uh, so, in this chapter we have a long-awaited read that we're sort of late to the party to a little bit. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Drum rolls. <laughs> <laughs> a Court of Silver Flames by Sarah J. Maas. And for those of you who get a little bit um, confused, this book is actually not called A Court of Silver and Flames, which, yes. by the way, a lot of people are pissed about. <laughs> yeah, like, I, wanna, I, want, I want to read it as, like, with the pronunciation as Ako... Akosaf? Akosaf? Akosaf. Akosaf. It's Seth, actually. Akosaf. Akosaf. Wow. Because we have Akotar, Akomaf, Ako... War. Akofas. Akofas. And now Akosaf. Akosaf. But anyway, we are here to give you recommendations whether or not to read the book. But I'm assuming that since you're here, you have already read... Uh, the, the previous series, books, yeah. yeah. But and... maybe you're hesitant. Mm-hmm. Maybe some some people are not really intrigued by Nesta's character. So they're like, ah, should I read it? Should I not read it? Is it worth it? Because um, a lot of people hate her. Like, yeah. really hate her. <laughs> I mean, there were those reels on Instagram where yeah. I, I hate Nesta. Read I despise hate Nesta. Nesta each book and then... <laughs> and then read the book. I love, love Nesta. Nesta. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what to look forward to in this book yeah um i guess um a new map <laughs> a new map yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is a new map that which is like blew my mind away <laughs> yeah um, i haven't really looked like, at it paid attention yeah, to it because no, i i was like oh i new wanted map. <laughs> to i wanted to analyze it a little bit more when i have the actual book in my hand because mm-hmm. we only yeah. read it yeah, as an read, ebook, as an e-book. and maps look either. terrible on an ebook i mm-hmm. can never really see everything and i i don't know i didn't really yeah look through it as much as i because i wanted to have the real experience with the book so mm-hmm. yeah sorry yeah. i can't really give you more information <laughs> about the map but hanin is really taken by it so yeah. i guess it's a really good thing uh, what else to look forward to? Um, well, Nesta and Cassian chapters. And sadly, <laughs> no recent favorite chapters. So this is something not to look forward to. Um, I heard that there was this edition where there were Asriel point of view chapters that yeah. were sold in Books a Million in uh, mm-hmm. USA. Yeah. Hopefully we get that one someday. <laughs> I mean, okay, for those people who are like super attached to Reese and Farah and they can't really imagine themselves reading a book where Reese and Farah are not the center of the story, I guess for me, from my point of view, I would say give it a try. Mm. It is a little bit weird seeing them from somebody else's perspective, but it will also give you another insight to them yes. as and characters. Another- because they are not to yeah. their to their personalities as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's so interesting to see them from Cassian's yeah. and Nesta's point of view. And, and of yeah. course, there's like moments where would she see someone who's so powerful and has everything and like 
like okay. with her struggling with sure we yeah. know Reese is a great guy yeah, yeah. we get that but <laughs> how do other people see him so yeah. I guess that's also uh-huh. a really good intake another on it. close person as yeah well. like we know the world sees him as someone and uh-huh. his inner circle is someone else yeah so yeah and there is a new uh conflict threat danger whatever you want to call it in the book uh that is much much bigger than the king of highburn well like in the whole book i guess it's brimming and not um resolved some of it is resolved like you know when there is a, a big conflict and a sub conflict the sub one is yeah <laughs> the sub one was solved but the big yeah, one the, was the, not the big one yeah not yet. it's just started like so i think that's i think she's saving her her time you know mm. with like yeah. solving um bigger the bigger issue the bigger for issue. another novel for, for the other novel yeah. there are other two yeah uh, books coming and uh who do you think is gonna be the person it's gonna be the perspective of in the next one <laughs> i don't know let's leave this to the predictions part of the episode <laughs> which you should look out to we have a uh, non-spoiler and yes. then we're going to review this predictions with it for this book yeah and then we have some spoiler and then uh predictions for the coming book yeah so we had predictions uh for this book for silver flames in the episode of uh, a court of frost and starlight mm-hmm. on our podcast where we reviewed the uh, novella mm-hmm. and we had our ideas of what might happen in this book and then we want to see how far off we were the predictions is gonna be after the non-spoiler so we're gonna spoil basically everything so if you haven't read uh Ako Fass, Akosaf? No, Akufas. Oh. Fars and Starlight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, beware. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to what we should look out for uh, in this book. I yeah. think it focuses more on uh, Nesta and Cassian's journey, yeah. journey in like healing from the war. Basic Sarah J. Mass and trauma. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. And it's not just like Nesta and Cassian's journey. It's more like Nesta's journey and Cassian just happens to be there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, true. Because it's like her journey as well and not just hers. It's like other characters as well who can identify with her pain. So it's like a whole process of um, bonding and finding new friendships and healing and... Um, getting over trauma like we said before so it's like a whole uh, physical mental and emotional journey all in one yes yeah and of course other things happen to uh, all the other characters reason Farah, of course more as real and lane like they they are there and they have problems yeah and, like we get to see it but we don't like see it from their point of view and yeah, exactly. don't delve into it yeah. yet hopefully yet. hopefully <laughs> okay now to answer the question of if i haven't read uh, the previous novels or the original series uh can i start reading this one without having background knowledge yeah i would say yes you would yeah wow i don't know actually because <laughs> i have read I have read them, so I know everything. I couldn't imagine reading Nesta's journey without knowing about Reese and Farah. But actually, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That we, would be so be, cool. They could be the side characters to her. Yeah. When they refer to, to the the previous war that you would know, of course, yeah, it's not a spoiler or anything, uh, even if you haven't read the previous uh, novels, it's just... Yes, this is something that happened to her and we we have flashes back into it and you understand what's happening. Why is she like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feeling what she's feeling at uh-huh. that moment anyway. So Yeah. So I mean, yeah, like if an adult uh reader picks up this book and not mm-hmm. read the young adult previous three books yeah. it's fine yeah, but i uh, speaking of the covers i think mm-hmm. if if you think about them as separate from the uh, actual series mm-hmm. then i think the covers are like the concept of it is they make not sense. that bad yeah they make sense they actually represent an object in the novel yeah and yeah they make sense to the to the this individual this book. individual book yeah. but if you connect it to the previous ones <laughs> It's completely different. So. <laughs> yeah, they are completely different. 
But anyway, we're not going to talk about the book cover for too long because you don't want to bore you. So um, what's next on our list? What's next is uh, predictions of reviewing our predictions, predictions to this book. To this book. Yes. Okay. So this is where the non-spoiler stops and where the spoiler review of the book begins so sort of yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort <laughs> or maybe of. it will spoil the previous books if you haven't read them yeah exactly so, yeah. yeah so we actually don't money. remember what we predicted we're going to listen to it now maybe and together, then we're gonna get back to you yeah okay so i guess you guys go to chapter 15 a court of frost and starlight uh around the minute 20 yeah yeah and listen to the predictions as we just did <laughs> <laughs> and maybe uh like have a complete laugh off because yeah <laughs> <laughs> there were some predictions that we had that were, we were completely so off off the mark <laughs> okay we fuck we focused a lot on uh lucian and elaine and the band of exiles and as yeah. maybe we will see this in the future in the books. next next yeah. books yeah but uh nesma hit the mark on <laughs> nesta predictions <laughs> they all came true yeah I they think. all came true <laughs> <laughs> i was so yeah i was so right about her problems with her father when he died not being able to do anything about it mm-hmm. that was like a whole thing throughout the novel yeah. and her admitting it yes to to cassian, to cassian. The and self-loathing and choosing how to live like yes. that and whether to get better or not. Yeah. Uh, it was all reflected in the book. Um, it's all there. Yeah. And there were some pretty, like, amazing expectations that we wish had come true, but maybe in the future books. <laughs> <laughs> like Tamlin finding a mate and yeah. getting, like, being healed. Oh, my God. I want that so badly. Yeah, and having, like, this danger of him, like, leaving his court open. Yeah, yeah. And, me. by the way, there was another prediction that we had about Farah, uh when she gets pregnant, mm, that yeah, she's the... more fragile, uh-huh. and that this is the first time that Reese will have to say no to her. Yeah. <laughs> and they had some pretty huge compromise with that, with that yeah. shield, so, Yeah. He was so protective uh-huh. of her in this novel. I don't know why I didn't like it. Like, I didn't find it. Because I wasn't included, you know? Mm-hmm. I just saw the overprotectiveness. Yes. And I didn't see the conversations they had where Farah like, backed herself up. Like, no, you don't have to do this. And and this was a compromise. So mm-hmm. Reese wanted to do more, more than this. Yes, he wanted to be with her every second of the day. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God, give me room to breathe. I know you're my mate, but I need my space. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, where is the moment where she tells him that she's pregnant? And Yes. Oh my God. Like, I was so mad. I was so mad when I had that scene where she announced her pregnancy. I was like, wait, what? Wait, what? There's no like scene where we get to see how Farah told Reese that she's pregnant. Like, what the hell? <laughs> like, I figured out she's pregnant from the very beginning, before she announces it, of course. And I figured out that when she said, when Nesta told her that they were going to die, when she said, so he 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 was risking our lives without telling me or like he knew the danger to our lives and didn't tell me yeah. I knew that our lives meant recent favor I actually don't remember them striking that bargain I don't remember them dying together. but I feel like I already knew about it somehow I don't know anyway and yeah what else did we predict that came true Nothing. There's not much that yeah. that came true. Elaine had healed and had. Um, yeah, though the whole Lucian mm-hmm. and Azriel fiasco didn't yeah. really happen. Hopefully, it will happen. Ha- hopefully, it will happen. Although I, I don't know. I think it might be interesting if the next book could be coming from Azriel perspe- or Azriel's perspective. Ma, this was actually one of my predictions for the coming books that it's going to be like maybe next book is Azriel and Elaine. Okay. Or Asriel, yeah. Asriel and Elaine I mean, it's only fair. And, it's yeah, only fair. In a way. 
Yeah, because like, now I Nesta, feel like we said, the Nonestas and Cassian's yeah. journey are it's done. Yeah. It's done. I mean, we could learn more about their journey, yeah, but from another character's perspective. Exactly, you know? and that would be so cool, actually. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> but god! But hopefully, imagine. with Reese and Feyre, and Nyx, and Nyx, <laughs> as the chapters. I mean, yeah. I mean. I, I really hope now, because Cassian and Nesta did talk about kids as well. I mean, don't I don't want to get excited because it wasn't and we like... we don't in... want to get into the predictions <laughs> for the next one. Okay, fine, 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 fine. Yeah, right. but uh, as well, what came true was, but not during the plot of yeah. this book, it was before it happened, like in the story, but not in the plot. Varian and uh, Varian was a source to heal summer court oh, relations. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that came true. Yeah, that came true as well. Uh, Eris still has something about him, like we predicted. We it's did there. predict something about Eris, but I don't think we hit the nail quite on we the head. We didn't. We didn't. We, but, but he was a big part of uh, the story uh, with Nesta. And I feel they're still building to, to, to what we yeah. predicted, in a way. Yeah. I yeah. really hope that Maybe. something... You said something of, like, you wish he, he was a really good person, that mm-hmm. something is... That there is more to him. Like, we had a hint side. with uh-huh. Cassian where he they had a conversation of, why did you treat her that way on that day? And then he's like, no, I'd rather talk to more to about more. it. And, then and I would like, wanted that he would be the one to tell her and heal yeah. her and them from that situation. Uh-huh. Like, make it more... Give them another perspective where right. they see that this was necessary. Yeah. Because otherwise, if it wasn't necessary, <laughs> then he's... A, then he's a... Re- yeah. Like, yeah, doesn't deserve <laughs> our breath. <laughs> he's an a-hole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I think this is for the predictions part. You can go back to chapter 15, like we said, around minute 20 or so, where we mm. talk about the predictions that we've had. <laughs> you can entertain yourself a little with that. <laughs> yeah, I guess you would <laughs> love it. It was pretty funny. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, we'll I move on think, to... Uh, yeah, before we move on to the spoilers, mm. I think... Uh, I don't think... I mean, I know that there is another novella coming out this September. Oh, so, so maybe we'll have recent fair perspective. Maybe. I mean, I sure hope so because she needs to make up for the lack of recent Fera. Mm-hmm. Like so many people love recent Fera. It's just like the whole fandom is just about recent Fera and her whole series is about recent Fera. So she can't just announce a pregnancy and not give us mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. So I hope it's it's back in the timeline, either yeah, during yeah, yeah. Silver Flames or a little bit before uh-huh. it, uh, but not after Silver Flames. I yeah no 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 I don't no. think after I think between like during or before but yes, before it's pu- would it's be published after Silver Flames but we hope yeah the, the in the timeline yeah in the timeline yeah okay so now we come to the big part of the episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah which is um, us tackling the theme of trauma and. Um, yeah, Nesta's journey or the whole point of it mm-hmm. in the novel. Uh, we have, like, literally at the beginning of the novel, before you even start reading, uh, you have the dedication. Yeah. It says, for every Nesta out there, climb the mountain. And by the way, climb the mountain. I love how it's the contrast to under the mountain mm-hmm. instead of, now that Farah had it you under know? the mountain huh. and Nesta no, has, gardens. has it climbing the mountain, <laughs> what do we have? I'm wondering gardens. what we'll have. You know? Huh. <laughs> now that I we have think over. Like this dedication. <laughs> what do we have? Gardens. Gardens. Of, um, response gardens. to it in a way. Like this dedication. There. Yeah. Uh, like Cassie's he, so he, hit, like, he um, hit the nail right on the head with the trauma part. And I think that's what Sarah J. Mass is trying to tell everyone who is in a rut basically and trying to climb out he said um i can tell you more about my mother and how her death nearly destroyed me i can tell you in detail about what i did afterward and what that cost me i can tell you about the decade it took me to work through it i can tell you how many days and nights i suffered during the 49 years amarantha held reese captive the guilt tearing me apart that i wasn't there to help him that I couldn't save him. I can tell you 
how I still look at him and know I'm not worthy of him, that I failed him when he needed me, that, f that fact drags me from sleep sometimes. I can tell you, I've killed so many people of lost count, but I remember most of their faces. I can tell you how I hear Eris and Devlin and the others talking, and deep down, I still believe that I am a worthless bastard brute. That it doesn't matter how many siphons I have or how many battles I've won because I failed the two people dearest to me when it mattered the most. This is chapter 50, isn't it? Yeah, it's when they were in the garden. Yeah. This is chapter 50. Me too. Yeah. And, it's also, me and it's yeah. also 50. That or like, I think the other chapter was in 52, 54. Chapter 50 so made me cry. It's in the 50s as well. <laughs> Anyway, I think like, his, his speech so, like, sort of the tackles the idea that <laughs> healing anyway, takes time and a lot of it and you would feel like you're taking a long time but it's not long enough and yeah. and that you eventually get out of it, that things start big and then become yeah. smaller. You know? Become yeah. smaller in a way. That's exactly what I wanted to pay attention to because when you said you wanted to tackle this theme for the podcast, mm -hmm. you had caught me right when I started, you know, like yeah. so I'm like I had a focus on it. Mm -hmm. So I noticed these patterns throughout the novel. Um, like at the very beginning in chapter six, we have Nesta saying, I am worthless, I am nothing, Nesta nearly said. She wasn't sure why the words bubbled up, pressing on her lips to voice them. I hate everything that I am, and I am so, so tired. And I, I am tired of wanting to be anywhere but in my own head. So that's like at the beginning, okay? And when you go near the end, she says, um, I think this is when she was climbing the mountain, okay? Um, in chapter 60. Mm -hmm. She says she gave herself to the burning, the exhaustion and the pain. She did not let them consume her, but allowed them to wash over her, through her. Did not permit them to bend or deter her. She was the rock against which such things crashed. With each step, each breath, she, shield, she yielded to the mind stilling. It was the next phase in the Valkyrie mind training, to go from seated calm to active soothing. She would not be mastered by anything again. She was the master of herself. So you can really see from chapter 6 to chapter 60. <laughs> I love that, by yeah. the way. <laughs> um, how much progress was going on. How much healing. How much she's gone through. And like chapter 50 is so... Um, it's where she opens up and yeah, admits the her. vulnerability yeah. of letting everything out, of mm -hmm. not not holding on to it, mm -hmm. and just swallowing it and and trying to be alone with it, but letting someone in and help her hold the burden with her. Mm -hmm. So it's not just a process of shutting yourself out and not letting anyone help you, like we've experienced with Nesta at the beginning when she was completely alone and miserable. So right now we have her as completely healed and processed yeah. with all emotions. She's not perfectly healed. She still has, of course, the trauma to deal with. But now she knows what to do with it. Yeah, you how know? to deal with it. Yeah, like it's it's an ongoing thing. But yeah. how to how to not to go around it or avoid it, but to go through it and let the pain linger and and the mechanism. She yeah, found the, the mechanism. mechanism. She yeah. found the mechanism. Yes, yeah, that's the word. I also highlighted. Uh, like parts where I thought that this is a resolution for uh, one of her failures like here for example like when she when she let I don't think I'll read that one but when she let the fire uh, light in her room and that's when she started resolving all right, her failures yes, yes. let the fire uh, crackle in her room and let her let herself hear each crack and acknowledge that it's just the barks of the fire and not uh, her father's neck snapping. Yeah. And then there was um, her resolution to to self-hate when, um, when Emran even commented, that's the key, isn't it? To know the darkness will always remain, but how you choose to face it, handle it. 
That's the important part, to not let it consume, to focus upon the good, the things that fill you with wonder. The struggle with the darkness is worth it, just to see such things. Yeah. That was when Aaron figured out that that Nesta had made a house of darkness, <laughs> basically, at its core. Like, yeah. Remember uh-huh. that part? It, was, it blew my mind. The house blew my mind. By the way. I know. Who doesn't <laughs> Who want doesn't a house want? like that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but she, she basically made a friend uh, made of darkness, made of the most thing she's afraid of inside herself. Basically, her self-hate. She wanted something to, like, heal that. And, yeah. And that's the, the resolution to that self-hate of her. Mm-hmm. That admitting that she can have friend that she's worthy of, of people love. her and yeah. the Valkyrie and there is another resolution with uh, like Farah. she couldn't admit that she loves her because as well she didn't feel like she deserves to she's worthy of, of loving her not her love you know not the other way it's just that okay who am I she to love feels, her yeah. yeah she doesn't feel like she's something special yeah and it came out as jealousy of Feyre as as contempt as you know Mm -hmm. but here she said or here's like excerpt Uh, it's not a quote it's just the part of the book Nesta nodded slowly perhaps it wasn't just her and Feyre then perhaps all sisters had difficulties fights chasms between them she wasn't perfect but neither was Feyre they had both made mistakes and both had long, long lies ahead of them. What had occurred in the past did not have to d- dictate the future. And that led to her finally admitting uh, that she loves her when Pharaoh was on the brink of death. Yeah. So this is the arc of her relationship with Pharaoh, her relationship with herself, and basically... What was the third thing that I meant? Oh, yeah, and her father and her relationship to the... Right, yeah, uh, to the to the acci- uh, accident or not accident. The death of her the father. The death of yeah. her father. Dealing with yeah. the death of her father. Did you uh, highlight any other arcs? Um, no, I just highlighted um, things where I could see her her discomfort or hatred towards Elaine choosing a side. Mm, so, yes, and Elaine, yeah. That was um, that was one of your predictions. That by was the one way. of my predictions. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Elaine had chosen Farah. Yeah, Elaine had chosen Farah, chosen her perfect little world. Amran hadn't been hadn't been any different. So it's like, and you could see as well when Elaine and Nesta were together during this one, Silver Flames. Mm. Um, you could see the toxicity, you know, yes. like you could see how they loved each other, but they didn't want to say it because if they say it, they they lose. So mm-hmm. there was like this fight going on where it's like, I hate you more. No, I hate you more. Like, you know that. <laughs> and <laughs> that's the deep down all her, all these actions other than the failure and shutting them out so they don't see what's happening inside of her. She just wanted them. Like her jealousy was her way of saying, I want you to fight for me. Yeah. You know? And there was like, Elaine crossed her arms and said calmly, sadly, Farah warned me this might happen. The words struck Nesta like a slap. They'd spoken of her, her behavior, her attitude. Elaine and Farah, that was the new status of things, the bond Elaine had chosen. And it's not like that. It's, they're sisters. Like, you can't choose a bond. You have a bond all together and there's no side that you can choose but Nesta saw it that way because they she always thought that I'm always protecting Elaine I've always protected her I've always done all these things for her to keep her innocent and to keep her Mm. um, in my under my wing you know what this is another failure of hers she failed to keep Elaine with her despite all the things she's done for Elaine right you know it's sort oh of God. what like keeps Poor pressing Nesta. on her wound. Yes. Poor Nesta. No, now we love her. <laughs> now we love her, yeah. And another thing that helped her heal and understand her self-worth was like her friends, the bonds she made, the <gasps> Volkerly. Oh my Volkerly, God, yes. Um, Gwyn and 
Um, Emery? Emery, yeah. yeah. Emery. Oh, dear God. <laughs> I'm so bad with names. Anyway. Um, well, you're definitely better at that it. They both, like, like under the theme of trauma, Sarah J. Mass didn't just focus on Nesta, Elaine, and, like, all the inner circle, Reese and Feyre and Cassian and Azriel and Emery and more. No, the, the new characters also gave it another touch, you know? There aren't people with position and they aren't they're just people you know who got affected by what happened as well in the war and the conflict before Mm -hmm. and um just their the the community they're in or their society beliefs or it's not just about the fey world it's also it's a it's about like how important friendship is you know like once you shot yourself out and forget about like a, a love interest or mm. your boyfriend or husband yeah. or a future she spouse. She actually tackled it differently this time. Yeah. Instead of Cassian healing Nesta, like Reese healed yeah. Sarah in a way. It's, it's like friends. the bond of friendship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved how it was so relatable. You know, yes. like it was so beautiful the, seeing them so like bonded together mm-hmm. over time and you could and see each like afraid that the others w- won't see their worth and yes leave them all have their s- same fear same insecurity i loved their sleepover <laughs> <laughs> and when they same. made those charms that actually oh, like yeah. helped them yes what was the the wish nesta made um wait i'll get the <laughs> i wish to have the courage to go out into the world when we are ready but to always be able to find your way back to each other no matter what literally <laughs> <laughs> literally literally <laughs> <laughs> and and gwen gwen like says this speech as well yeah like cassian where where it also speaks to people who just you know, want mm-hmm. to be better. It was uh, when Emery like accused her of like of like wanting not wanting to play it safe, although she has been like in the library for two years and haven't set f- foot in the real world. Gwen, uh, when she accused Gwen, I mean, uh, Gwen said, "I have, and I am tired of it. I don't want to take the safe road." I want to take that road, uh, like pointing to Ramiel, the peak, pointing to the peak of Ramiel. I want to take the road that no one dares travel. I want to travel it with you too, no matter what might may befall us. Not as Illyrians, not for their titles, but as something new to prove to them, to everyone, that something new and different might triumph over the rules and restrictions. You know, okay, you just reminded me of something. Mm. Like the message that I think um, Sarah J. Mass is also trying to come bring across in this novel is to show you that um, if someone has trauma and they're trying to deal with something, yes, there should be an intervention, like once they mm-hmm. start to harm themselves. Yes, definitely. And they are like a danger or a danger to themselves and the community around them. Um, especially in like a severe case like Nesta, she was really in a bad place, like really bad place. And at some point, yes, you should give someone space to heal and think that, okay, I'll give you your time. And once you see that at a specific time, nothing is changing and it's just getting worse and worse and worse, that you should intervene. And that was basically the beginning of the novel. Now, what I like during the process is they kept pushing Nesta a little, always like little nudges, nudges, nudges. But then this is the important part. It should be Nesta's decision to heal. You know, mm. because then the healing won't begin unless it's her decision. This is very important. Yeah. Like, you can push someone to be better, but it won't work if they don't want to. So I'll tell you, it started for Nesta, it started to become a thing for her to want to heal once she started to include Gwyn and Emery. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. she was at the beginning. She had of, seen the, 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 the impact this could have. Yes. Like, the importance yes. of it. Yeah. Yeah. So for her, it wasn't about herself. She didn't want to pay attention to herself because she didn't think she was worthy of healing, you know? So she thought, okay, if I don't think I can heal, maybe I can help other people heal. So Mm -hmm. when she started to see herself in those other 
girls like oh my god they're just like me you know maybe yeah. I'm not as unworthy as I think I am so then they start to have that bond and then that bond helps her heal so it doesn't really have to do anything with Cassian so to say or Nesta herself it was more of the people she surrounded herself with yes. and I think that's and the, the important part and her decision and her you know, decision I want, I want to like comment on two things you said the intervention yeah and her decision yeah I mean it's so it takes courage to stand up to someone who's harming themselves yeah and they're really close to you mm-hmm. and then instead of like you know you're going to hurt them by this intervention yes yes because you're going to to point at the wound and press and tell them see you're hurting you should get better yeah and that really takes courage I, yeah I don't I don't think I can I can do this to someone. I can be there. I can be understanding. Mm-hmm. I can just like try baby steps and push them to decide, but I can't really intervene. True. Like, I would want to do do it on their terms okay. to say and take the rein in a way. Yeah. And the decision of back. It's like, their decision as so well. So to say, so to say, tendencies, for example, mm-hmm. like it's getting worse and worse. Take them, and then you say, okay, you're not getting any better. I'm gonna. Uh, sign you up for a uh, psychi- psychiatric hospital, for that example. That is such a hard decision. Exactly. It's, yeah. But then you have, okay, aside from like the, the, the negative yeah. uh, indication to like, we have the movies who tell us, oh my God, if you go in there, you will never come out. That's not yeah. true in yeah. real life. In real life, you can actually, some people who have depression actually um, bring themselves to those clinics. Like, Uh, I read on, on an article that it says like during the holiday season, that's when depression goes up. Some people say depression goes down during holiday season. <laughs> I don't know which one is reliable. Depends if you're surrounded by people you love and yeah. they love you. <laughs> so people who are aware of their triggers and they know when their triggers happen, they can sign themselves into those clinics and say, okay, for this period, for the next two weeks, I'll be under supervision because I know myself. I know that I'll have yeah. these tendencies mm-hmm. and I want someone to keep watch of me, you know, yes. if because a family member can help you with that. You know, a family member will be different or a loved one or a friend. They, would, need... they wouldn't want to hurt you yeah. by telling you you need like th- like to go to a hospital, something as extreme as like signed up to an as- yeah. not, like mm-hmm. a, a psychiatry place or medicine or this is so, such a hard thing. I think it was as well a combination of things. So it was also the house. The house was a big, big, big part of the healing process. Yeah. He's like her first friend. Basically. Just talk <laughs> about nutrition. <laughs> like yeah. she, she didn't want to eat, for example, or wanted to just drink all night long and mm. be drunk, you know. And the house refused to give her those things mm. because they know it's harmful. So, so to say, the house is the clinic. Yeah, you know? in a way, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and Cassian is the 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 nurse. <laughs> <laughs> such a pretty nurse. Such a pretty nurse. <laughs> such a pretty big wingspan. <laughs> I'll cut that out. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> okay, I'll leave it in. God damn it. <laughs> and um, yeah, so. It was also Cassian, he tried to take this baby steps with her. Mm. And I liked how there were moments where Reese came into the picture and he dropped a few comments. And then Cassian was like, hey, dude, not cool, man. <laughs> I'm trying to heal her. Like, yeah. what are you saying? <laughs> You're not helping. <laughs> yeah. Like, there was a moment, right, where he came in and he was mm. like, protecting Emery I think or something yes. from Nesta yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was so like that pissed her off so much and the problem is when you piss off a person like Nesta she will that will backfire you know like on she her. will stop on the herself. healing process yes yeah on herself not on them she will yeah. stop like oh you think I'm dangerous fine I'll prove to you that I'm dangerous you know like mm. you think I'm not a good person I'll I won't be a good person to prove your point you know like she doesn't want to do the op the the opposite of yeah. like proving you wrong mm. she wants to prove you right in the negative way yeah so Yeah, it, it took a lot of um, patience 
is a lot of patience involved. So, and I think Cassian handled it pretty well. You know why? Because he has such great experience. Yes, with other people. Years. Yeah, <laughs> like, other his people. own traumas as well. Traumas, and, yeah. And difficult, difficult times. But yeah, there was something that I thought would happen with Nesta is that she would have another mate other than Cassian because it was taking so long for it to snap into place. It was yes. taking so long. Why? I didn't want them to be mates, so like the cliche wouldn't yeah, be me too. like that. But Cassian was rooting for a mate, so I was like conflicted, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Like oh, that was. Like, I think it would have made the story interesting. I think both ways are acceptable. If um, Nesta would have had a different maid, um, I actually thought it was going to be Eris. I don't know. Like, hear me out. <laughs> and the, yeah, for a moment there, right? For a moment. I believed it when they were dancing. <laughs> yes. I was like, okay, this could be something. <laughs> because Eris has darkness in him as well. So I thought darkness and darkness is like... And she can handle him, you know? Yeah, she can handle him. That would have been really cool. Like, entertain that thought for a minute. Think about it. Like, if you have another mate in the picture, and I wanted that dynamic of people not accepting the bond, you know? Mm. I wanted to see what would would it do to a person. I hope and not hope that this happens with Elaine. But yes, yeah. but remember, but it would have been more interesting if Nesta had felt <laughs> the mating bond First. before Cassian. Yeah, yeah, it would have <laughs> you been. Remember that? Yeah, situation? that prediction. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that would have been cool. That would have been so good. Okay, so back to our thoughts about Eris. I think yeah, Eris in Court of Silver Flames. I don't know. He he's he served many things. Like for Nesta to. To appreciate Cassian and see that she was hurting him, uh, for uh, for Reese as an ally, and like in the mess that happened in the end, like as a character, he served many things, but he still didn't serve the thing we wanted the most, which was <laughs> to like have a open confrontation yeah. with more and yes, open up, yeah, yeah. and stop being so vile. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't so. I don't know why that didn't happen. Though I have a feeling that more might come more into the picture more might come more into the picture. <laughs> more and Eris novel. More was more and Lucian were more to this very side of the events, mm-hmm. but Eris had uh, a uh, so I position. know we focused a lot about uh, on Lucian uh, in the predictions and, and the previous and Eris as yeah. well. Yeah, we put our thoughts into we them, put a despite lot of knowing that the it. next book was about Cassian and Esther. We were so yeah. <laughs> Though I think it wouldn't have fit into the story. Plus, I'm not as much intrigued anymore about Lucian. I'm more intrigued about Azriel and Elaine. Though he does belong in that scenario, it's like a threesome thing, you know, like a three-way. Uh, not a, a triangle. A, a triangle. triangle. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> wrong word choice there. Bro. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was that was also. Uh, that's only gonna be more intense if Azra and Elaine are more in the in the in, in the, the front. picture. We in see the picture. it. For, we see the the story from their point of view. Yeah. Yes. Talking. If of there are of two views, more novels. There are two more novels. Then maybe one is Azriel and Elaine and then one is more. But more is like, eh. Mm. I don't think she's interesting enough to be a protagonist. Yeah. Except if she has a very big part in the big conflict, you know. But no, no. Maybe she's going to do the next one. But the thing is... With Azriel and Elaine and is, then... In A Court of Frost and Starlight, we had a Morrigan chapter and not an Elaine chapter. Or an Asriel chapter. Right. Yeah. I really... Oh my god, I'm so scared if she does that. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. I need to be in Asriel's head. I want mm. to know. Yes, Asriel... More than more. Asriel, I, 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 there is such dynamic to his character. I, I, I And, and Nesta was intriguing me. There was so much about Asriel that Nesta was describing 
that I want to know yes, more about. Yes, that's the Orcassian. The moment they had on Solstice was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> when she hugged him. <laughs> I know. And there was this other quote that I found when um, she was having the mask on and they had this reaction to her wearing the mask. But they both were, but they were both Yilirian, whether as liked it or not. And so they did what their people had always done before death's beautiful face. They bowed. And that was so... Okay. I want to know more about Az now, you know? Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. How, how... When did he bow before? <laughs> <laughs> In front of death or something. Like, there's so much about him mm. that we need to know. Like, yes. he has to be a protagonist. Mm. And, like, that time when... Uh, in solstice as well when nesta had this moment with him as well where you're not happy to be here he yeah. said like reese would kill me yeah then, you don't like holidays no i love them but there was something happening during uh -huh. then that that we didn't know about that caused him this bad mood yeah you know? i totally agree a dilemma a dilemma different than the threat they're facing it's just him mm -hmm. you know yeah a There's personal some, thing an yeah a personal thing. thing so i think n that happened right at the end like right like the winter solstice right yeah 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 that was closer to the end closer to so the end. That maybe is her trying to tell us that there's a shift happening, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, so she put a question mark right there, mm. you know? Like, yeah. Hmm, what's happening behind that, in that, in that head of his, you know? Yes. So maybe that's her way of saying, yeah, you'll know next book. The whole thing with Reese and Vera and the baby uh, is crazy it's such a major thing to us yeah but it was in the background it didn't affect them directly except at the very end where they could lose all the the people who were responsible the night court basically, the, court, basically. <laughs> the high lord yeah. and the heir and the high lady i yeah. mean the whole night court yeah. i mean amaran would take place because she's the second yeah, sure. But it, it's related to magic as well, where yeah. the mat, where their magic would go to. Yeah. And Reese was going to wipe the whole world with his power <laughs> before he died, anyway, in a, in like or so Cassian felt. But I really wanted to be in the moment in all these things through what Feyre and Reese were thinking and feeling. Yes, it's obvious they were scared, scared and sad, and I look the thing about. Recent fair is I don't know. It's like there's such a huge gap, and I also kind of wanted to see them, you know, trying to have a baby. You know, like what are those moments like? You know, and they started in Akofas, but yes, we only had one. Yeah. Well, like Reese knowing that it happened. Yeah, I'm going to be a father, or when they knew that, like he has wings. Or, I don't... The decision to have wings. Or, or like... <laughs> okay. Um, I guess the next point will take us, in a way, to the predictions we're yeah. going to talk about. So, so the threat happening, um, the Corche sorcerer or death lord. Yeah. Of course, he's going to be free of his lake. Otherwise, nothing will happen and they're safe. <laughs> they are safe. Um... But I don't think they're really in danger except if they lose the the dread trove. Mm -hmm. I didn't like it in Court of Silver Flames. Like, yes, okay, we understand that there is a larger threat. Um, I didn't. I wasn't really afraid of the queen. Like, I knew Same. you could like. Yeah, kill her. I wasn't really afraid of her. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and that happened. Um, it's like we've had bigger threats than you, so <laughs> yeah. I love that the even the the threat other than the big threat, one of the small threats, were them being thrown into uh, the right. Yeah, and how that right felt like the Hunger Games <laughs> and the arena. It did <laughs> like feel like so the much, Games. And like allies and sleeping in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, and making it out at some point and. Yes, except it was all screwed up by the end by that queen. <laughs> I, uh, I was so, like, it was so intense that moment where Cassian couldn't do anything because if he saved her, she would be 
Uh, I was actually scared that he's that he would do that. That he, no, that he would kill himself. Yes, oh, so he wouldn't right. be able to hurt her. He couldn't live with that. Yeah. So I was actually really afraid that that would happen. And well, then... I mean, the mating bond makes everything more intense. So, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, right after that, we had uh, the Feyre and Reese next dying moment, and yeah. It was a moment where I truly believed Pharaoh would die. I had a feeling that Pharaoh would die, the baby would survive. On his own without his parents because they decided to die together. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I believe that they would all die when Reese believed it, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh my can't God. really do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was scary as well. But that was for a split second because mm -hmm. then I remembered the previous book where Reese had almost died, died and then he didn't no, die. really died and came back and Feyre died and came back <laughs> yeah so yeah that's what what one of the things that I don't like anymore about this, this series like anyway so you have like um this fear for the character like that anything could happen to them you know but with with Sarah J Maas I know she can't do that like she would piss so many people off if she killed one of her characters Mm -hmm. actually did it yeah so she's very careful with what she does she still pulls the tension up but not so much that they are angry at her you know or that we actually fear yeah for them and yeah. like stop reading because we don't want to know what happens yeah so because i think if she did that no one would want to continue reading because what's a world without Farah and reese you mm -hmm. know so I mean, it's it would be pretty stupid if she did that. But still, then why make this hassle of making us afraid for them <laughs> if you're not going to kill them anyway? Yeah, <laughs> it's just to fill the arc of the book. Of, yeah, and I think it was also a point of... Um, this was all just for Nesta's process. Yeah. Yes, to finally, to finally resolve her yeah. love or her problem with Feyre to... Have right. a bond with uh, Reese. And, and, and give back the power she took. She, so she removes the problem of yeah. her power. Because she hated her powers through yes. the whole novel. Yes. She didn't like it. She wanted nothing to do with it. Yes. And it was just... Or I guess in a way she had her life back. Like she had her friends. She had her family. So she healed. So she doesn't need to like have this power anymore. As in you took all of this from me. The cauldron and... Yeah, like, you yeah, know, yeah, I'll yeah. take back. Uh -huh. So th this became moot in a way. Yeah. So that's basically regarding to the death thing. But I mean, you, she has to do something to keep the novel interesting. So I guess we can't be mad at her. <laughs> yeah. But moving on with the predictions. Yes. Um, there will be more of war again, war uh, talk. Like with the other High Lords and mm. definitely they will deal with Baron. <laughs> they won't leave him to uh, to lead anymore if he wanted the conflict. Like this alone could make the, all the High Lords and Prithian uh, like want to get rid of him. Hopefully something happens good with Tamlin. And by good, I mean like good and like he goes, like you said before, apologize to Feyre. Yeah. <laughs> to Feyre. And from the po perspective points, yes, we, we predict that like we said, there will be other perspectives. Um, something with mind. Tamlin, there's this moment, you know, I want him to, to move on. You know, I don't want him to suffer anymore. And Farah has moved on already. Like, she found her mate. She had a baby. So what is he waiting for? You know, I mean, okay, it's emotional. So you can't really tell someone to just stop feeling that way it's a process as well like nesta's process but like who is there for him to help him like exactly they help nesta yeah lucian tries even recent tries yeah but, but he pushes everyone away exactly again so there will be an intervention there will or like be. we said a, a little beauty will come in <laughs> yeah a little mate <laughs> Because you did say that um, a lot of people are like worried about him and mm, want to hear. Exactly. Like, Am I the only one worried about Tamlin? Tamlin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on Goodreads, right? Yeah. The comments on Goodreads, yeah. And <laughs> that was so 
I, I haven't even thought about Tamlin unless for like that one scene that Nesta was like kicking his ass. Um, oh, that scene. <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest, he didn't deserve it. I mean, okay, maybe he was a little bit cheeky. He did. He did deserve it. Like, as in, he didn't get his lashing from Nesta before to what he did to Feyre. And oh, this was a, okay. and this was Sarah showing us that Nesta cares about what happened to Feyre. Okay. You know, okay, it, was, yeah. it served this point, you know. Like, this. I, anyway, I think a lot of the things we predicted before that hadn't come true. And I think there is still room for them to come true because, like, there is still thing that, things that will happen. Mm-hmm. I think we predict them again. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, let's give them another try. <laughs> yeah, like Azriel and Elaine and Lucian, something will happen there. Mm-hmm. More and Eris. Should something I put will hopes up for a new baby? <laughs> <laughs> ah, with Cassian and Nesta. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I in the last book. I I shouldn't put too much too much. Maybe in the last it. book, yeah. not the coming book. The last. Maybe book. the last book. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe she will announce that she's pregnant, and then like the whole series will end mm. on that note. Or it would be like recent fair and saying that she wants to try, that she's ready. You know. Okay. Yeah. 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 Or that maybe would be so cool. Or maybe maybe it will happen by accident. <laughs> that was my thought as well. <laughs> I was just going to say that maybe it will wow. happen by accident. Or she's like, oopsie. I'm pregnant (laughs) (laughs) and Nyx would have a cousin yeah yeah oh my god yeah oh my god I would love that but I would love to see a semi sort of healed Nesta finally interacting with the court with the whole court with the whole court yeah semi decently (laughs) semi decently yeah semi I think that what comes to my mind now like yeah I think that's all. Yeah, I have no other prediction other than wanting to be, uh, wanting to have more of Azriel and Elaine in the next book. If not, then we're still not decided about whether Elaine and Lucian should be together. But that would make it more interesting. Exactly. And she didn't, and then she did, and like, then I what really is what? Mu- what does Lucian like has that pulled Elaine in finally yeah. more than Azriel? Like that would make an interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't really made up my mind with those three. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to see the dynamic, and I don't want to choose. I want to see how the story will pan out on itself. Like, I have But there are possibilities. The mate and... Yeah. I want... Because I'm pretty sure that even if she picks Lucian, there will be someone else for Azrael. Because I know that Azrael needs someone more than Lucian. Someone was really giving Azrael the eye in training. It was either Emery or Gwen. Gwen, it was Gwen. Gwen. It was Gwen? Yes. <laughs> it was Gwen. Yeah, so there's that. There's that, yeah. <laughs> was it Gwen or Emery? No, it was Gwen. Gwen, Emery wouldn't. No. Uh, Emery said that she isn't. Uh, yeah. Like she doesn't concern herself with males even yeah. like, because of what her father did. Exactly. In, yeah. And she wouldn't take an Illyrian. No. No, no it was Gwen. Oh, Gwen I was hope spicy. Emery's wings, like, come uh, heal somehow. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, they do have a new uh, new made items. They have the, dead, the Dread Trove. I mean, the odds are for them, finally. Did more more come out as gay to Azrael? No. Not yet? Not yet. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But but Cassian hinted, or Nesta, that something shifted there. Yeah. That, um, like, his and, like, oh, that Cassian doesn't need to be the buffer anymore. Mm. Something has shifted, and despite Azrael and more working in the same country, sort of. Sort of. <laughs> she is a courtier and yeah. him as a spy. So, yeah. By the way, Cassian as a... Like, he was supposed to go into court and talk to people. A courtier. Courtier. <laughs> <laughs> when that he pretended so to be Nesta, that was so cool. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> anyway, we're getting... Off the off yeah, point. Yeah, we're getting off point again. Okay, so I think that's a wrap. Yeah, that's <laughs> a wrap. Yeah, see you in the next chapter. Chapter still 33. Yes, yeah, chapter 33. We still haven't decided really which bit book to make. Yeah. Uh, we had our eyes on this love story will self-destruct. self-destruct and uh, you had me at Ola. Yeah, and so we're still looking into that. Yeah. And we'll let you know next month. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, check out Instagram for um, announcements for chapter 33. Yeah. Yeah. See you. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this chapter reviewing A Court of Silver Flames. Don't forget to revisit chapter 15, A Court of Frost and Starlight, that has the predictions part to this novel and the coming ones in A Court of Thorns and Roses series. For next chapter, we have for you This Story Will Self-Destruct by the debut novelist Leslie Cohen. A charming tale told from two unapologetically points of view and the reimagination of when Harry met Sally. We post on Wednesdays. Turn the page for chapter 33.